Welcome to Wayne Zion Lutheran Church in Rome, Monticello. This is Sunday, May the 14th, 2023. This service was recorded on May the 7th, the fifth Sunday of Easter. The sermon is by Pastor Wade Reddy. The accompanist is Pete Temple. The lector is Rhonda Weirs. Thank you to Michelle and Dennis Frazier for sponsoring this week's broadcast in honor of their wedding anniversary on June the 28th. Thank you for joining us today. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Welcome to this fifth Sunday of Easter, also known as Anna Folkert's Hoosman Day here at Wayne Zion Lutheran Church. I invite you to turn to page 94 in the front of your hymnal for confession and forgiveness, and we welcome our guests who are here among us this morning. We begin our service in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our service continues on page 147 in the front of your hymnal. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray to the Lord. For the peace from above and for our salvation, let us pray to the Lord. For the peace of the whole world. For the well-being of the Church of God, and for the unity of all, let us pray to the Lord. For this holy house, and for all who offer here their worship and praise, let us pray to the Lord. Save, comfort, and defend us, gracious Lord. Amen. 
invite the congregation to please rise as we sing the canticle praise on 149. This is the feast. This is the feast of victory for our God. Alleluia. together the prayer of the days you find in your celebrate insert. Almighty God, your Son Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. Give us grace to love one another, to follow in the way of his commandments, and to share his risen life with all the world. For he lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us receive the gift of music.
Good morning. The first lesson is from Acts chapter 7, verses 55 through 60, with the following preface. Stephen was one of the seven men chosen by the apostles to serve tables so that the apostles could be free to serve the word. Stephen does more than distribute food, however. For his preaching of God's word, he becomes the first martyr of the faith. The reading. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Stephen gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they covered their ears, and with a loud shout, all rushed together against him. Then they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him, and the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he died. The word of the Lord. This morning we draw from Psalm 31. Um, I will play and sing the refrain once and then we can sing it together. And when we get to the verses, I will sing the light face type and the congregation uh, will ask you to please sing the dark face type. And when you see that big capital R, then we go back to the refrain. So here is the refrain. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. In you, O Lord, have I taken refuge. Never let me be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness. Incline your ear to me, make haste to deliver me. Be my strong rock, a castle to keep me safe, for you are my crag and my stronghold. For the sake of your name, lead me and guide me. Take me out of the net that they have secretly set for me. For you are my tower of strength. Into your hands, O Lord, I commend my spirit. Into your hands I commend my spirit. For you have redeemed me, O Lord, God of truth. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Let your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your steadfast love. Into The second reading is from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 2 through 10, with the following preface. Christ is the cornerstone of God's saving work and the foundation of our lives. 
We are God's chosen holy people who continuously celebrate and declare the mercy of God we experience through Jesus Christ. The reading. Like newborn infants, long for the pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow into salvation, if indeed you have tasted that the Lord is good. Come to him, a living stone, though rejected by mortals, yet chosen and precious in God's sight, and like, having sto- and like living stones, let yourselves be built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture. See, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone, chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. To you, then, who believe, he is precious. But for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the very head of the corner. And a stone that makes them stumble and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the word, as they were destined to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. The word of the Lord. 51 in the front of your hymnal with the gospel acclamation. I invite the congregation to please rise. The gospel according to St. John, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. You may be seated for the reading of the gospel. Jesus said to the disciples, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you that I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and I will take you there myself, so that where I am there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and you've seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied And Jesus said to him, I have been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me. Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. 
Very truly I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact, will do greater works than these because I'm going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Into your hands I commend my spirit. For you are my Redeemer, O Lord, God of truth. I think of this psalm, Psalm 31. And I take you back, even though we're in this fifth Sunday of Easter, I take you back to Good Friday. And the passion of our Christ dying on the cross for you and I. To bring us out of the darkness into the glorious light of God. And Jesus spoke these words. I commend my spirit to you, O Lord, God of truth. As I ponder about these scriptures that we just read from Acts, from Peter, from the Gospel of John, and if we keep at the center of all these scriptures, Psalm 31, verses 4 and 5, I commend my spirit into your hands. For you have redeemed me, O Lord, God of truth. It speaks about humility and trust. Isn't it amazing? Stephen, who is in the background, who is taking care of the tables, and yet he is filled with the Holy Spirit. And he says, he says to them, Look, look. And I love this. You can't see this, but I see this beautiful stained glass behind you, the ascension of our Lord going up to heaven to receive his crown. And Stephen says, look, there's Jesus. Isn't it interesting? What was the thing that the people did when, when Stephen was asking them to look, filled with the Holy Spirit, there is the Christ. And what did they do? They didn't want to hear any of it. It is as if we're back in Jerusalem and they're yelling, crucify him, crucify. They want to hear nothing of this. And they drag Jesus out of Jerusalem because they're not going to spill his blood in the holy city, the city of God in which the religious leaders are waiting for the coming of the Messiah, but this cannot be. He, he is from Nazareth. And they take him out of the city and go up to the hill called Golgotha's skull, and there they crucify him with two criminals. You know the story. Stephen, the same thing. They take him out of the city. They drag him, and they begin to stone him. And what is it that Stephen says? Jesus, I commend my body to you. I apologize. I've been monking with my mic this morning, and I shouldn't have. I don't know what to do. I'm going to hold on to it. Maybe that'll... 
So I think about humility and trusting. And so this, this psalm really teaches us about dying. But more so, it teaches us about living. Living a life of humility and trusting God. Jesus went to the cross because he loves us. Loves you. And in 1912, a young girl, Anna Folkerts Hoosman, along with 16 other people with Pastor Mordorf, shared their faith. Shared their faith, right? Not, not in this spot, but in the church that, over, that is where the tennis court is. And I want to read some names to you, the people who stood alongside her. You know, Pastor Mardoff was probably quizzing them. They were sitting in the front pew, scared to death, right? Listen to who was there. I'm going to go with last names. Rickles, Rickless, Elbers, Engelbarts, Hoosman, Monk, Monk, Tanja, Hedden, Folkerts, Tobiasen, Zimmerman, Hoosman, Hayen, Weirs, Donovan, Hoosman. It sounds like us. Anna was a person. Her name is recorded here in the record of the church that she affirmed her baptism. You got to witness this last week. Wasn't that powerful? We heard Katie and Riker and, and uh, Aubrey share their faith with us, choosing a stained glass that led them to a scripture to know that they are claimed by God. There was nothing that they could do. That's what I love about infant baptisms. There's not a thing you can do. Remember when uh, Rexton was baptized? He was the nicest baby. He let me hold him right up and go down the aisles. That usually doesn't happen. They come up here kicking and screaming. Especially Elsie at one year. She didn't want this pastor laying his hand on her head with water. What's this all about? And I think Margaret, mom, held her over the baptismal font. But God claims us and loves us and loved Anna. And Anna lived a life of humility and trust. Get this. From 1905 to 1918, she lost a little brother, Elwell. He only lived five days. Her dad, Jacob, was kicked in the stomach and died from internal injuries. And Catherine, her older sister, dies. The other thing you need to know about Anna is she had a condition that got worse as she got older and that her eyesight was extremely poor. And I tell you, these families held together. Thank you for Hattie who came along when, when Anna was blind and helped with the chores of her and Henry on the farm, the 70 acres. But she lived a life of humility and trusting the Lord. She gave up so much. But so did the Lord, who loves her. And what's amazing is that this woman, with the help, they, and, and she was childish, without children. But she trusted 
and she had faith in the Lord throughout her life. And her and Henry, if you knew them, I do not. I know them. I know them through the heritage book, Diane, that you did a beautiful writing on. And uh, from what I understand, they, they led a fugal life. They could have had electricity. They could have done some of these things, but they chose not to. And you know how they got to the bathroom? It was an outhouse, and she strung twine between the house and the outhouse so she could find her way out there and to come back. What's amazing to me is Henry died due to some dementia. She had to get off the farm. Now she's got to find a whole new environment. And he ends up at the, in the nursing home in Monticello for not quite a year. And, you know, thank goodness for a nephew, family coming alongside and helping her with finances. And then she knows that she's getting up in age. Do you know the Lord blessed her with 88 years of life? And she said, I need to do something. And it was probably a year before her death. And she went to Pastor Gilbertson. Anybody remember Pastor Gilbertson? Beloved pastor of Wayne Zion. And she says, my family and I have been talking. We'd like to give a scholarship trust fund to Wayne Zion. And, pastor, and she wanted Pastor Gilbertson's blessing. He blessed it. She died in, was it 1985? All the, the will and everything working through, she left the church $257,000 to set up the trust. It wasn't until 1987 that they made the first payment of scholarships. Do you know that over 700 scholarships have been given out since 1987, and this is the 36th year? Talk about humility and trusting the Lord and giving back to what God has given them. That she remembered in her confirmation year that you shall love the Lord your God with all your soul, with all your might, with all your heart, and your neighbor as... You were at the same. Pastor Mardorf, you did a good job. It is carried down through the generations. And she loved people. And she had this gift to give. And would you believe that on this 36th anniversary of the Anna, Anna Folkert's Hoosman Scholarship, we are over a half million dollars that have gone to high school students who are graduating and those in college and junior college. It has surpassed $540,000. My prayer is for the students who receive this gift today that you take this gift. Anna was unable to go beyond the eighth grade. Her dad died. She had help on the farm. She lost her sight. She wants you to have an opportunity. Do something good for someone. Do something good for someone. It may not be a lot of money, but to her it was a lot of money. And so I think about these scriptures, and I think about Anna and Stephen and Christ. I commend my body into your hands, for you are my Redeemer, O Lord, God of truth. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, I'm so glad that uh, you came out and were among us today. Uh, just beautiful to have you here. I want to share a couple of things. Um, the first thing is that today's radio broadcast uh, will be heard on KMCH 95, 94.5 FM, was given by Michelle and Dennis Frazier in honor of their wedding anniversary on June 28th. And I believe just a couple of days ago, Michelle also had a birthday. And so thank you to the Frasers who are helping uh, sponsor that. Receive this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine upon you. Be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you his peace. Amen. Go in peace. Share the good news. Thanks be to God. Liturgy, copyright 2021, Augsburg Fortress. All rights reserved. Music and lyrics reprinted with permission under one license, number A-729734. All rights reserved.